Hello and welcome to Nobody Meet Somebody, the podcast where two comedians who are currently nobody meet somebody who is famous. My name is Mary Picarazzi. And I'm Tanvira Rora. In today's episode, we got to speak with the awesome Dusty Slay. You've seen him on The Tonight Show, Last Comic Standing, and The Jimmy Kimmel Show, just to name a few. I am really, really excited. Uh, I got to work with Dusty last year, and it was a blast. I didn't know about Dusty before then, and I got to work with him. And he's probably the only comic that I've worked with that I sat for every single set of his, like for the entire length of it. And I still enjoyed it. And then I went back and I listened to his albums and I'm like, this dude is funny. It's super funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's not wait any longer. Let's talk with Dusty. Um, all right, Dusty, what is on your music playlist right now? Well, um, I mean, I have a long playlist on uh, Spotify that I made that was uh, all country, lasts for days. But like I said, I just got a record player. So my playlist has been a record and I've been doing some... Uh, some Johnny Cash records and some old Hank Jr. records. Uh, and the great thing about a record is you don't just skip to the next song. So you start learning songs that you never even knew these artists had. <laughs> and I feel like Johnny Cash has endless supply of songs. I think the guy just lived in the studio. Half the time I'm like, I don't even think he's trying. He's just in there. He's like, I got this voice. Just give me some lyrics. <laughs> I mean, if I could sing like Johnny Cash, is exactly what I would do. <laughs> yeah, because it'll it'll seem like the oldest music in the world, and then Johnny Cash comes in, and you're like, oh, this is fun and cool. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's great. But you know, there's a there's a guy I like out of Texas. Charlie Crockett is his name, and he's a new country singer that does a lot of old stuff. We got a we got a real smooth sound. I love it. I'm all about country music. That's good. I'm down with that. Yeah, I, I learned that working with you. I actually had never listened to country music before, but uh, last year when I worked with you and you did a couple of jokes about country music. Oh, yeah. And then I went back home and I put all those songs again. I'm like, yeah, that's good, good music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some would say I have too many country jokes. <laughs> but, you know, you got to find the right country music. I mean, I put I, I got I turned on the radio today and there was like some super new country. I was like, I don't even know what this is. I don't know what's happening. I, yeah, I totally. I so about the ages of nine to fifteen, I thought I was going to be the next Reba McIntyre. So I was obsessed with Reba. I love country music. Um, I did was listening to my Spotify list, and new Alan Jackson music came out, and I was like, "Yes, oh, this yeah. is how it's supposed to sound." Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's true. That's, yeah, I have a hard time listening to the current country music right now. So I, I totally oh, yeah. feel that absolutely. Well, Tanvir has a great intro when he comes on stage. The song that he plays, he comes out and then he goes something like, you guys know that song? And uh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah, that is stage for the show. <laughs> a couple of shows have done that. I like it when, you know, that's why I like to play a country song to come out to. I'm like, that's right. who I'm going to be on stage. True. It's fun to just keep it true. You know, I think it's fun. <laughs> What's the origin of, hey, we are having a good time. How did it start? How did what? Well, I. Well, I, for the for the wave, I used to, that's just how a wave, you know, I go into places and then, and, and I just, like I go into a gas station or something and I just throw it up <laughs> like this and I just keep it until somebody sees it. And <laughs> like you walk into a Love's truck stop and they're like, welcome to Love's. And I'm like, I just do like this. It's the great thing, you know, because, you know, with masks that's been happening, you can't see people smile anymore. So 
and and you don't want to talk all the time. So you right. just get you just throw up a wave like this, and then we're having a good time. I used to, you know, I used to do a lot of. Uh, I still do some bad shows, but I used to do a lot of bad shows. I was really working the road all the time, and I would be doing these, you know, just kind of dead gigs where you do a joke, <laughs> nobody laughs, and then I would just be like, well, we're having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and it started just kind of a way to cheer me up. And then I used, to, I used to go, I used to say, who's pumped? That was my thing, <laughs> you know. I'd go out to this audience and they would go, let's give it up for Dusty Slay. And then like two people would clap like this. And I'm like, all right, who's pumped? <laughs> uh, I, that would I usually get a good laugh, you know. I, I, I think I've mentioned it to you. Um, when I walked with Dusty, Mary, like uh, last year, three, four days, I saw him perform. And I'm not making this up. After that, I would actually go and meet people. And it was just sort of like a reflex. I would be like, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I and it just came out. I'm like, what's <laughs> happening to me? <laughs> it's so fun, isn't it? You walk so into the room, you. you're like, all right. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fun. Oh, I would love you to start your next set like that. <laughs> right. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> we have the legal disclaimer that I can use as jokes now. So. Yes. yes, you tricked me. You tricked him. <laughs> that Battle. would be... That would be funny though if you took the stage like that, like all right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that would be a great way because people don't know what to expect when Tamir walks on stage. It's yeah, always this weird silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next question: Did your comedy change after marriage? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, my wife did comedy. She stopped doing comedy now, but when we met, uh, my wife's Canadian. And I am from Alabama and we met in New York City. So we came from, you know, really like we were just doing open mics and um, we just met there and started hanging. And so we worked the road for a long time. And I I try not to do wife jokes because I feel like whenever I write a joke about somebody, it's never the joke they want, you know? <laughs> so true. And they're never like, oh, that is me. That's so great. They're always like, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> so I try not to do wife jokes, but, you know, I think my comedy changed in some ways because, you know, the wave joke, actually, my wife was like, you should start talking about that on stage. She's like, you wave like that all the time. You should start talking about it. So it, it changed in that way. And she she says that she takes credit for we're having a good time, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she used to say, you know, she would say to me, you know, we would be laughing. She's like, oh, we have fun. You know, we have a good time, you know. So, but I don't know. I'm not going to give her full credit, but I'll give her a partial credit. <laughs> Did so, you ever had a really bad experience at Olive Garden? Oh, no, I mean, I went recently, maybe a year ago, for my wife's birthday. She wanted to go to the Olive Garden, and right. it's fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I make fun of the Olive Garden. I have a joke where I'll say, uh, I say, uh, when you hang out with a lot of broke people all the time, like I do, everything's always fancy to them. Like the other day, I was hanging out with my mom, and she was like, we were out to eat, and she was like, oh, this is so fancy. And I'm like, mom, it's Olive Garden. Of course it's <laughs> fancy. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> But, uh, but, uh, you know, but no, I've never, I, every time it's been good. You know, oh. I try to go to Carrabba's once in a while and it's not the same. 
Do you do you guys really like the Olive Garden? Is that why you asked that question? Or are these just no, I just remembered a joke. <laughs> <laughs> these these are by the way very random yeah. questions. But yeah. also, I remembered your joke, and I saw a post that you took your wife to Olive Garden. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, we yeah we loved it. We had a bunch of friends come, and we ordered a bunch of appetizers, and it's just you know it's just cheese and bread, just a lot of cheese and bread. <laughs> yep. And it's yes. terrible for you. And you know, I probably lost a year of life, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of random, so the next random question we have for you is what would your wrestler name be? Well, I don't know. It's hard to have a a, a better wrestler name maybe than Dusty Slay, but I, <laughs> that I actually used, works, yeah. Yeah. But I like, you know, in, in high school, uh I, they call me the they call me Slayer. Uh now I think I gave myself the nickname Slayer and then for <laughs> And then pretended like other people did, <laughs> but <laughs> but it caught on with some people, so they called me Slayer, and so I think that could be a fun wrestling nickname. But uh, I don't know, you know, I wanted to be a wrestler, and oh. when I was when I was growing up, and my dad squashed that like a lot of my dreams. He said, uh, he said, "Nah, you're never going to be that." <laughs> he just real simply said, "Nah, you're never going to be that. Get your head right, get a job." You know, yeah. and uh, they're all then, pretty pumped that I made comedy work for me. But uh, <laughs> I told my dad I was going to play basketball, and he said, "Nah, you need to just you need to just go ahead and try to find a different thing." <laughs> yeah, got a lot of parents on that one. I, I think you should change Slayer though, and change it to like S L E I G H, like oh yeah, oh yeah, like a Santa Slayer or something like that. that go that route. And That's I could, yeah, my place. thing could be I could have you know be pulled out to the ring in a sleigh. <laughs> Oh, yeah i like that speaking of you choosing comedy what's the weirdest gig you've ever had to do i mean uh, i did a a a corporate gig in huntsville alabama where they had uh it was a hotel and and the guy that owned the company had hired comedy for his employees during the lunch break so they're at a conference listening to people talk and then they get an hour to have lunch and they have these giant round tables where they're all sitting and it's buffet style. There's no stage. They don't know that there's going to be comedy. The owner of the company just, and it's a microphone and the speakers are coming through the ceiling, like the intercom speakers. And he's like, all right, we got a little comedy for you. And my buddy, Brian Bates, is opening for me. He goes up. He is not doing well. People are not even listening to him. And I'm thinking, he does, I think he has to do 10 minutes. I'm supposed to do 30. And in my head, I'm thinking, though, you know, he's the warm-up. But when I get up there, I'm going to get him. (laughs) And I got up there, and I was up there for about 15 minutes. No one really listening to me. And when they got done eating, they just started leaving. And wow. so one by one, everybody left and I'm still in my 30 minutes. And then eventually everyone's gone except for me, Brian, the owner of the company, and then the people cleaning. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm doing my time. I'm doing my time. <laughs> Those are the shows that you hope that you got paid beforehand. Oh, just yeah. To have well, money in pockets, I can just get out of here. A lady at the hotel did give us her card at the beginning, and she said, we're looking to do more events like this. 
And then when that show was over, that lady was nowhere to be found. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, we had Brian on the show before. And yeah, I can't even imagine. He's like, I I mean, obviously we've seen him here in San Antonio, but I can't even imagine just that deadpan and then just nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if you asked Brian that same question, but he has a great story about doing comedy at an auction uh, at his mom. And it was outside. I mean, it's a great and he auctioned his CD, right? He auctioned his uh, CD. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him, he's done my podcast several times, and I always ask him to tell that. He's like, why do you want me to tell that again? It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> I know. I did, I did comedy at my dad's high school reunion uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, it was in the daytime in a lunchroom. And it was everybody that had ever graduated from this school of his that's since closed. And there was people from 50 all the way to 90 in the room. And it was daytime. I got very little laughs. But they everybody came up and said how much they enjoyed it. But it's like one guy came by on a wheelchair and he said, once I learned to listen to you, you were really funny. And I was like, oh, OK. All right, then. I'm glad to help with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had to, he, I guess he, yeah, he was saying I had to get your rhythm. I had to get what you were doing, but once I got it. (laughs) Nailed it. Good heavens. I wonder, I wonder if after the show, they were just like, oh, that's, that's, what's his name's kid? Let me go talk to him. He's a good kid. (laughs) I know. I think so. I think that's what they did, but. No heavens. I got nothing on that one. (laughs) And then they bought CDs and I thought, well, I got a bunch of weed jokes on there. I hope they, uh. You know, it's like, it's clean, but I was up here doing super clean at this reunion. And now you're going to get home and hear my weed jokes. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next question I have. Ooh, what is your favorite excuse? Oh, well, I hate to give it away. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, have you used it on us? Have you used it on us already? (laughs) No, no. Well, no. Actually, I had surgery and uh, that's what happened the last time. And I don't even know if it. It's been a wild year. Twenty. Everybody talks about 2020. 2021 has been wild for me. I spent four, six. I spent four days in the hospital with a ruptured appendix, and then they basically sent me home with antibiotics to to let it heal. And then, you know, surprise, surprise, I was back later uh, to get it removed, and spent six days in the hospital with pretty serious abdominal surgery. I've never been in the hospital in my whole life, and now I've been in there ten days this year. And then my wife has a baby, so I spend another couple of days in the hospital. But I don't know. I mean, my excuses are, uh, I don't know. I, I try to not commit to things, and but I, I, I like to, um, you know, try to see, like, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. And then as we get close, I try to see if people follow up with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then if they don't, I'm like, oh, I, oh, I forgot about it. And See, for someone for someone who books comedy who comedians on this show, I'm a hundred percent familiar with this tactic. Yeah, hundred percent. I do tell people sometimes. I say, follow up with me. I say, I won't be annoyed by you following up with me. But if you don't, I will forget. And I do like I have to put things down in my phone right away uh, when I when I say yes to something, or I will forget. Because I just get caught up doing stuff and, you know, and then it's like, I don't know, like I got all these videos that I need to edit. It's they're already filmed. I just got to put up, edit them and put them on the Internet. And I like my agent 
has me doing a show and she was like, will you send us three videos of you just promoting the show? Super easy stuff. I mean, I put it off for like a week. I would <laughs> message her and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to try to work on those today. And when I did it, it took it took two minutes. <laughs> it's like, what? But I had to, you know, I got to put on a shirt and I got, you know, I'm like, I, just, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, that's happened to me as well. Like, but I got to do more than a shirt. I got to do all this. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want to hear from either of you guys. <laughs> I have to put on full makeup. Be somewhat, yeah, come on, come on. You guys got so much leeway. I got to yeah. put a shirt on. It doesn't even have to be clean. Well, this is the weird thing is like my hair, right? Like it's not that I have, I'm trying to fix my hair, but I don't want my hair to be greasy. So I'm like, well, I got to shower. And then when I shower, my hair's got to dry for a while. So this is. Hey man, like, I, I get you. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I'm no makeup. I do wish I could put makeup on sometimes. I don't know what happens to my skin. I do wish that was sometimes I'm like, you know, I could, I could use a little, um, I don't know, whatever they call that. No, foundation. But you need to, hey, every, every man needs to realize they need to have a proper skin routine, especially if you travel, a skin routine yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, my face looks pretty good from what it's been. I mean, I get on the road and I eat bad and I'm, I'm flying around and I'm not very good about washing my hands. I know people hate hearing that, but I'm not very good at it. And I'm touching my face and and then I go, oh, why is my face all broke out? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, your turn for me. Yeah. Um, so have you written any fish jokes since last comic standing? You know, I, I mean, the, I was pretty scarred from fish jokes. <laughs> yes. When Keenan Avery Wayans tells you, uh, I just didn't think it was funny. Uh, it's uh, it's hard to even like I don't even know Keenan Avery Wayans as a stand up, so I don't I don't have jokes to to compare. But when somebody tells you that, you're like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't be doing these, even if they've gotten laughs a bunch of other times. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to think if I have wrote a fish joke. I feel like I have. I feel like there was a fish joke. I definitely wrote a joke about flies. Um, <laughs> I got some animal jokes here and there. <laughs> I, I Well, you know what? I, I had a joke about uh, a, a country song called Fishing in the Dark. And I said, I've never been fishing in the dark. And my friend <laughs> gave me a tag that I'm thinking of using. He said, you know, if you go deep sea fishing, those fish swim in schools. But in Alabama, our fish don't go to school. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing, when I was on, supposed to be on Last Comic Standing, my, my uh, and I don't know if you've seen that video that I did, but my roommate at the time was big into um, uh, what, what, How I Met Your Mother. And yeah. there was a scene where I guess it was Jason Siegel. Uh, tried stand up and he did yes. fish jokes. Yeah. Have, have you ever thought about how many different kinds of fish there are and the names of those fish? Trout. Am I right? Sturgeon. I don't think so, pal. Salmon. Bass. This guy over here knows what I'm talking about. Halibut. Thank you. Good night. So we watched that, and then like weeks later, we're about to do that in my room. I go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about how this is going to go. And he's like, well, at least you won't be doing fish jokes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's foreshadowing, guys. Yes. Foreshadowing. 
But, you know, on the show, they went really well. I just got tired of the jokes. And then, um, you know, it's like, it's one of those things, like some jokes I'll bring back after not doing them for a long time, but others I'm like, it's just time for, to let them go. <laughs> I've listened to the goldfish one. That's one of my favorite jokes of yours. Oh, I, thank I, you. I enjoy listening to that one. What comedian is your favorite currently? I don't even know that I, I mean like this album right here. I don't know this album, Steve Martin, let's get small. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. I think it's, I wouldn't say Steve Martin's my favorite comedian, but that album is so great. It's so silly. Um, and it's just, I think it's super fun. And I, I listen to that and I think, man, I, in, 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 uh, I don't even know the word, but I feel like I ripped Steve Martin off in some of the things I was listening the other day and he's like, oh, we're having some fun now. Right. And I'm like, that's, we're having a good time. Right. That's <laughs> the first Daniel Tosh album. Now I haven't listened to that in a long time, but I really liked it. The Gary Goleman album where he had the, uh, the grapes, grapefruits of wrath joke. <laughs> right. Uh, that joke. I mean, I think that joke partial, I got a joke about letters of the alphabet and I think it was partially inspired by that grapes joke because he just went into such detail about grapes. And I feel like there are certain things. If you just sit down and you're like, how many things can, how many details can I think of about this? There's a lot <laughs> of details about stuff. My five o'clock somewhere joke that I have, it's like, when you just sit down and really analyze something, you're like, wow, there's a lot here. You talk about a lot of like other people's bits and your favorite albums of other people. What's your favorite bit of yours? I feel like it changes all the time. Uh, one for a long time that I like was this joke that I have about the heat index. Um, yes. Where, you know, I uh, and, and I thought I would never not tell that joke. <laughs> I, to me, that was the greatest joke at the time. And I thought <laughs> I would never not tell that joke. And then... The next joke became uh, my Goodwill TV joke. I mean, oh yeah. And then I was doing a joke about uh, tornadoes in the trailer park, and I thought I would never not tell that <laughs> joke. But you know what? I think that it's a really short joke, but I think a joke that I've told the longest, and I've stopped telling it as much, but I'll still throw it in now and then is the um, an ice cream joke that I have. Where I just say, uh, I never got ice cream growing up. My mom used to just pour milk into a bowl. And then she'd call me into the room and go, well, you're too late. You know? <laughs> and it works like 99% of the time. Yeah. And there's no, I have no other joke like that. That'll, that I can almost guarantee will work. In fact, if I do the ice cream joke and it doesn't work, I hate the audience. And, <laughs> and I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I listened to that joke. I think it was on, on your album. And then I came back home. I told it to my wife. That was the weekend that I was hosting for you. And I told her, and she loved it. And she's like, okay, I'll go watch this guy. Oh, yeah. That's, that's I actually love it. Yeah. Well, we talked about the pandemic. We obviously all had a lot of time on our hands. What uh, TV show or movie were you watching? Well, the most recent thing I got into uh, was uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, I liked Karate Kid. I wouldn't say I loved Karate Kid, but I liked it. I mean, there's that scene where, you know, Mr. Miyagi, when he reveals to Daniel what the plan has been all along about, you know, sanding and painting. I mean, that gets me every time. I get <laughs> chills when he does it because Daniel, he's so fed up. 
He's just like, this is BS, man. <laughs> and then he hits him with it. And it's just like, whoa, that's and Cobra Kai. It has is such a has done such a good job about bringing in all these different characters. Like when I, I don't know what season it was, but Daniel went back to Okinawa and uh, finds the girl that he rescued off the the dam or whatever. I don't I don't remember the movie yeah. that well. And then she saves his business. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I want every '80s movie to be uh, to be the 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 sequel to be a TV show. That's what I yes. want. Nice. Yeah, they've done it really well. I agree. Because I just appreciate it uh, from uh, all the callbacks and stuff, because that's really what it is. It's just a bunch of callbacks to a movie that we all watched. Right. Yeah. Even if we just watched it one time and forgot about it. it's And then, you know, at some point you're like, actually, I'm just watching a karate movie about high school kids. Uh, <laughs> you're like, you've tricked me into watching a high school karate movie. It's pretty much High School Musical, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like I don't get too into TV shows. Uh, I watched Breaking Bad, and recently, me and my wife started watching that again, and I'm like, that's still really good. Yeah. I, I don't get too into TV shows. I watched the British version of The Office recently, which blew my mind <laughs> because I love The Office, right? I thought it was a, and I watched it at the beginning of the pandemic. I started watching it. And then my wife bought me the UK version and I wouldn't watch it. I just was like, ah, I don't, it's something, even though I know it's the original, right. something didn't feel right. I'm like, it's, and then I started watching and I'm like, oh, this is so much better. I mean, I still like the American version, but I'm like, this is better. Right. Like yes. Dwight, the Dwight character in the UK version. I'm like, no, I, I believe this guy. <laughs> I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dwight he's is far more irritating than the American Dwight, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like this guy, I'm like, I know that guy. I've worked <laughs> with him before. You know? <laughs> we all have known a Dwight, yes. Yeah. But the Dwight Schrute in the American, I mean, he's funny, but yeah. it's like he's extreme. Yeah. But the, I the feel U like I've worked with both Dwights. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have all had those are just a little too yeah. much. But the but the thing that's great is that it's like with Steve Carell's character, he always has some wins, right? Mm -hmm. Like he'll be super loser guy, but then he has a big win that saves yeah. the business. In the UK version, I mean, Ricky Gervais, I mean, of course he ends up with a, with a woman at the end and it seems like it's a happy ending, but he was a loser the whole way through. <laughs> and in the end, he got fired and he kept hanging out at his old job. Yeah. We all know that guy, the guy that got <laughs> fired and keeps hanging out. And it's like, even with comedy, like a weird thing, like I feel like I can't party at the club. Like I know that people do that. Yeah. Just work such a, in like a professional world for so long that I'm like, I need to get out of here to let yeah. loose. I can't yeah. be hanging out here. Like, if, you know, if you, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've done some CBD at the club before and then, uh, uh, you know, I'm all, I'm all high and, and, and I'm like, I don't like this. I don't know why I'm here. Uh, the club manager could care less that I'm yeah. doing it, but I'm like, he's judging me. No, it's, it's the same thing of just like, you know, you, where you work, you don't want to screw up where you work and that, and that whole view. Um, I don't drink before I go on stage. I don't drink anytime I'm out doing a show. That's just my, I do drink, just not when I'm doing comedy. Right. Yeah. So it's just like a separation for me. It's like, I can't mess up my world. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't, you know, yeah, you, you know, I mean, we've all gotten drunk with like our, uh, well, you know, with our employees, like our, our waiting tables buddies and then yeah. do something stupid. I say we all, I have uh, <laughs> many times and then you got to go back to work the next day. Like I've done a shot of liquor before going to work just so I would not be as embarrassed of myself, you know, going in. That's why I, I haven't drank since 2012, but uh, I've, I've definitely been like, oh man, last night was super embarrassing and I got to go back. I'd be working the night shift. I'm not doing a 9 a.m. shot, but right. not, yes. that I, not that a, not that a 2 p.m. shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one of the reasons, sorry. Uh, one of the reasons I think I really, really liked like you working with you was there wasn't that pressure that I have to have to hang out with you. Not that I didn't want to hang out with you, but it wasn't like an obligation. Most of the headliners are work. It's yeah, this is the after party. And yeah. the thing as a host, you're supposed you, you can't say no to that. Like it's it's kind of rude. Yeah, and I, well, I felt we talk about excuses. I felt like your excuse was always like, "I gotta go hang out with my wife." I gotta. Yeah, my, that is my excuse exactly, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Like, yeah, but, uh, but I don't right. feel the pressure with you. Yeah. But I, I also don't want to pressure anyone because I'm not doing anything. What, what am I gonna say? Come sit with me somewhere and let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Come watch Breaking Bad with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I'm not doing anything. Like I think yeah, it was Barry Lemonade was with us and right, I would yeah. get him he would come have a cigar with me but not every night you okay. know so yeah. I would I'll, I'll I'll rope people into a cigar usually and if they don't smoke them a lot the next day they feel bad and their mouth is all <laughs> chalky and they're like I'm not doing that again uh what is one but, of the best compliments you've ever received um I don't know it's hard to say I mean I've gotten some some nice things from people I mean I like to do, I like to be clean, but as a comic, but I don't want people, I don't want it. Well, that's weird. In general, I like to be clean. That was a weird distinction. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I like to do clean comedy, right? But I don't necessarily want people to know that I'm doing clean comedy, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want my show to be advertised as clean. I just want it to be comedy that just happens to be clean. And one time after a show in Charlotte, North Carolina, a real pretty drunk lady came up to me and she goes, hey, thanks for not cussing so much. And (laughs) I really like that compliment because I didn't cuss at all. And so (laughs) that lady recognized that I didn't cuss a lot, but she didn't realize I didn't cuss at all. Um, (laughs) I did a Nashville Squares, uh, which was a, a show that they filmed in LA. It was supposed to be a country version of Hollywood Squares. Mm. I have a video I'm working on right now of that episode. And because it was terrible, they cut all my jokes. The show didn't last. Wow. Uh, but Bob Saget was the host. And even though I didn't feel like my jokes that I said went really well, but I didn't have many. But Bob Saget said to me, he said, You're really funny after at the end. And I appreciated that because I was like, I didn't get a lot of chances to be funny. So the fact that he, you know, I felt like he recognized it in just a few jokes. I felt like that was, uh, that was fun. You know? Okay. I'm going to do something different this time. Uh, we will do a lightning round. I'll ask you six, seven questions. Don't think. Just answer whatever comes to your mind first. Okay. Cool? All, All right. right. I'll try. All right. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not always good at the lightning rounds, but I'm ready. Uh, all right. This is easy. Uh, favorite food? 
Uh, I like, uh, I feel like I like, I like meat. I like beef. You know, I love beef. Uh, I like steak and, and, and I also, I love chicken, you know, I mean, I, but I also, I like pizza and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst lightning round. Yeah, I like I know, beef, sorry. I like chicken, I like pizza. So you just oh. like food, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I tried to be vegetarian for, I wasn't trying to be, I was just trying to cut out meat and I was trying to see how, I was just like, I want to see how my body will feel. And I did not like it. I did not feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Second question. Uh, what do you prefer? A phone call or text? Uh, text. Perfect. Right answer. What superpower would you want? I think flying. Flying is, is the one that everybody says, but it, it, it would be the best. Uh, what three things would you bring to a deserted island? Oh, I would bring uh, a tent. Uh, I would bring a way to catch food, like a fishing pole and a knife. Awesome. All right. Uh, Nate Bargatze or Gary Goldman? Um, Nate Bargatze. I uh, mean, yeah, I mean. All right, we're in a lightning round, but I, so I can't explain why. But I like Gary Goldman too. We'll but, come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sam Morel or Mark Norman? Uh, Mark Norman. Bill Burr or Dave Chappelle? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I'm going to go Bill Burr, though. I like Bill Burr. Awesome. Favorite thing to eat at Olive Garden, except uh, apart from bread and cheese? Oh, gosh. Um, Oh, I had rav some raviolis there. And All right. Beef raviolis, which were really good. Yeah. All right. We could, that's a good lightning round. Thank you. These yeah. Great. Thank you. Good. All right. All right. Uh, I do want to know about um, Nate. Yeah. Nate. I'd actually, yeah, I could talk about all of them because when you asked about favorite comics, I blanked. But now you've said all of those people. And I'm like, oh, all of those could be. Well, Gary Goleman, I feel like I used to be a huge fan, but he did. He's been doing and, and I know I guess he went through some stuff, but he's been doing a lot of like depression stuff. And I'm just not into depression comedy. Right. And Nate is so much like I don't know. I mean, Nate, I feel like is relatable to everyone in some way. But I just I feel like we have such a similar background that I'm like, I'm always getting what Nate's talking about. I mean, he he even like his whole college experience. He talks about going to community college for like a, a, a year. I went to community college for like two days. Like I'm <laughs> totally on board at that. And then uh, Sam Morrell uh, is uh, darker than Mark Norman. Right. So that's the. That's what gives Mark Norman the edge to me. I think Mark Norman is fun and silly. I like Sam Morell a lot too, but he's he's a bit bit darker. I don't know. I like uh, early Dave Chappelle. I mean, I love all that stuff, but I also like the earlier Bill Burr. I feel like as if people get too great and everybody <laughs> likes them too much, yeah. then they become like, they're too good. And right. now everything they say, people laugh at, and it's hard to gauge if you're actually being funny. But I don't know, maybe Ju Juicy, uh, whatever he did, Juicy Smoulier or whatever he did, Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that was really funny. I mean, that gives him a bit of an edge. Yeah. Uh, but Bill Burr has got some, uh, uh, I don't know, he's got some great stuff, too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there was a there was a Dave Chappelle. I mean, the Dave Chappelle show is probably the greatest show ever written. And uh and it, there was a copy and print. I used to go print a lot of flyers 
at a coffee and print store, copy and print store. And they were always so rude to me. And then Dave Chappelle had this great copy and print episode where they're so rude to the customers. And I'm like, this is perfect. And I thought <laughs> Bill Burr was in that episode and I pulled it up the other day and it's, uh, it's the other redheaded guy. He's an actor and he started doing comedy. Um, okay. I don't know. He's been in a lot of stuff. I can't think of his name, but it wasn't Bill Burr, but it okay. was, what is his name? Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Yeah, yeah. Yes. my yes. Google skills are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but it, yeah. that's that sketch is so funny. I, I kept calling it a skit. I mean, I'm a dad now, so that's what's happening. I call, <laughs> I call joke skits. Oh, those adorable skits. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dusty, we definitely want to thank you for being on the show. And we, before we close out the show, we ask one last question to every guest. When someone Googles you, what would you like your autocomplete to be? Dusty Slay. Uh, Dusty Slay, we're having a good time, I think. I mean, I want, I mean, that's really what I want when people think about my comedy is think about having a good time and just, I want everybody that comes to my show to leave feeling better than when, we, when they got there. That's great. Well, we definitely appreciate you giving us time and uh, and uh, on this busy schedule of yours. Um, definitely want to go and check out DustySlay.com where all your up-to-date uh, dates are so people can check you out across the country. Uh, just thank you again, Dusty. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And I, I hope to uh, see you guys when, when I get to come to San Antonio again. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> that was a great episode. <laughs> This is the first time we did the lightning round, and I yes. think it went okay. <laughs> I think I think we could definitely get better, uh, but it's really fun to ask these questions super quickly to see what the response is like immediately. I yeah. love that. This was fun. <laughs> Dusty was a great uh, was great to, to play along with our, with our silly game. <laughs> oh, and um, I really want to know. I actually am looking forward for Dusty's new fish jokes. Like maybe you could just start writing thirty minutes of fish jokes. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, I think this was a great show for this week. Um, as always, please, please, please subscribe to the channel of, on YouTube. You can catch our podcast on uh, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere where great podcasts are. Um, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook. And if you really, really like it, please share it with all your friends, family, and enemies. Till next time, I'm Mary Picarazzi. And I'm Tanvi Rora. <laughs>